1: Welcome, everybody, to Dragon Quest FM, where we talk about and obsess over Dragon Quest. Did I get that wrong just now? I don't think so. Okay, I felt like I got it wrong, and I was like, man, three years. It took me this (laughs) long to get it wrong. (sighs) (laughs) You went like that in the
0: middle of it. Yeah, my
1: brain died just for a second there, where I was like, oh my gosh, I'm saying the wrong thing right now.
0: (laughs) (laughs) If you did, I didn't notice it, and we have to leave all this in.
1: Yeah, that's cool. I'm leaving it all in. Uh, I'm Austin. I'm BJ. And I think because we're pre-recording some episodes, I think this episode goes up on Christmas Eve. So Merry Hmm. Christmas. Happy holidays, everybody. Yay. Yay! It's also getting ready for end of the year stuff. So, you know, I realize that a lot of people will probably be like spending time with their loved ones or whatever. That's what we're going to be doing, which is why we pre-recorded stuff. Um, But hopefully some people will be listening to this on those long drives to relatives house or whatever. So we still wanted to record up a little something for you guys to just have over the holidays.
0: Oh, it's yeah. our present to you?
1: Yeah. So we're doing some end of year wrap up stuff, talking about the holidays for just a little bit. Uh, for the first part of this episode, I do want to mention, uh, we did this thing on Twitter where we posted uh, Buff Dragon Quest Santa. For those <laughs> of you who don't know, it's Fat Guts from DQ9. He shows up as Santa, just up like Santa in DQ10. It's kind of like a running gag. And ask people what they wanted uh, for Christmas this year. And I just wanted to read some of them because a lot of them have to do with, like, the future of Dragon Quest that we've been talking dun, about dun, in this past dun.
0: year.
1: Yeah, and kind of see what we have in store for us. Understandably, quite a few people said Dragon Quest X. Because right. if you're a Western Dragon Quest fan, that's, like, always one of the top things you want. <laughs> right uh so understandably yes dragon quest X, and hopefully who knows maybe i still feel like we're gonna get that offline only version eventually it's just like what's the point what's the point of saying hey if we could get this offline it'd be cool to do it globally and then a couple of years later do a, a offline only version and they be like no we're just gonna keep it in japan where people can play it already
0: And I mean, and they did say that it was going to be a kind of a funnel into the actual DQ10 after they beat this part. So who knows? It's a weird thing they're doing.
1: It is. It is super weird. You are correct. Overlord X said Dragon Quest Builders 3, which I feel like is probably at the top of your holiday wish list.
0: It is. (laughs) If I could get any one Dragon Quest uh, piece, if I could get any one Dragon Quest title, it would totally be Builders 3. I would rather have Builders 3 over Dragon Quest 12.
1: Hmm interesting <laughs> yeah.
0: i know your silence there is uh your dumbfounded silence uh, speaks volumes
1: yes um we the purple said dq3 hd2d two two 2d remake mm. DQ, that's such a dumb title i wish they would change the title of this it game.
0: is super dumb
1: Dragon quest 3 hd2d remake um but the dq3 remake uh that's something that you're very excited for as well yep.
0: Yep, I look forward to that one, though uh, I would much rather have DQ Builders 3.
1: Gadenha, I hope I said that right, said an anime of Dragon Quest Eleven. That could be cool.
0: Ah, that'd be cool.
1: Yeah, that'd be interesting, hadn't thought of that one. Uh, that one would be cool. It's Sumo Kevin, he said Zenithia Trilogy on Switch, which is yeah. something that, that we've both been wanting for a long, long time.
0: That would be really, really cool. It would also probably drive the prices of the 3DS games down, which would also be a good Christmas present because they're crazy expensive still.
1: Yeah. Um, and also, I guess I should add in that I am uh, I- I'm sticking with the answers that have to do with Dragon Quest because uh, we did, I mean, it's the internet, so we got responses that were not <laughs> <laughs> unrelated to Dragon Quest. Um, so I am going to, I am trying to stick to the DQ related ones. RRJ said Dragon Quest 7 iOS Western uh, release. Mm. That, that, that would be cool. It is weird that that's the only one that isn't on iOS right now out of like I mean you have one, two, three, four, five, six, eight all on yep. iOS. So it is weird that seven's not there. Um, part of me wonders if it's because, if it's too massive, if it's too massive for iOS.
0: It is possible. I mean, they've done some pretty massive games though. Like there have been a there are a lot of like full MMOs and things like that on iOS at this point. So I totally think they could do it. It would be a huge game, don't get me wrong. Any kind of update like that would be very large, but uh but yeah, I think they could I don't, I think they would be able to do that just fine.
1: And then Popconey at SMP five. I'm probably mispronouncing that popcorny. Uh said DQ8 modern console port, please. DQ eight on switch. That's in high mm. demand from the fan base. I know that's not high on your or my list
0: no but people do love that game a lot more than us
1: yeah that's true and so and i do see that get bounced around on the internet a lot um so hopefully anybody who responded to this uh gets their gets their holiday wish here and gets these things interestingly enough nobody said dragon quest 12
0: yeah i mean like i said i would rather have builders 3 than 12 it's uh it's a really interesting it's in a really interesting place where I think the darkness uh, that they showed in uh, the darkness they showed in the initial like teaser may have put some people off,
1: yeah, I don't know. I think I, I don't know if it's that so much as like it's very it's hard to grasp right now, i think i think I think it's easy to get excited about the d q three remake because you've seen footage from it. And I think right. it's easy to get excited about dragon quest builders three even though there's no indication there's going to be one because you have played the first two and and you know and loved them whereas with 12 it's like i mean you know if you like the other dragon quest games you're probably going to like 12 but i think it's i think it's hard for people to be hyped about 12 right now because it seems so ethereal
0: yeah i mean it does it's just kind of out there it, it 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 will happen eventually, and like you said, you're right. It's kind of ethereal that it's it's not vaporware by any means. Yes. But I'm just like, it's it might happen by 2025. It should. I'm not saying it will, and I don't know how far back. Uh, having uh, Koichi Sugiyama's death will uh, him dying will have an effect on it. Trying to replace uh, and get a new composer for stuff.
1: You know he was just reusing old music for this game, too. Well, I'm
0: sure, but I mean, there are, there are new songs in them. Uh, but I mean, that's always a, a change in work workflow, having to get things hired, and uh, so that'll put a delay in it of some kind. Yeah. Especially if they do it, an orchestral version of it straight out instead of a MIDI version this yeah. time, which they should. Even I care about that now. <laughs>
1: The, the, We're the, just saying a the lot. Dra- y'all. The Dragon Quest Twelve soundtrack is just like dolphin noises. <laughs> <laughs> I would love it. Yeah. <laughs>
0: that's, that, just, that's, that, my, that's, just, that's my dolphin noise. That's
1: just the whole thing. They got tired yep. of so many people complaining about the MIDI stuff that they're just like here's dolphin noises for like a hundred hours.
0: <laughs> I would pay them for that. I would pay for that version specifically, and where you can't turn the the sound off.
1: Yeah. Also, this year, uh, as we're doing our year roundup, uh, some of you who, especially longtime listeners, people who've been listening even just through this year, may have noticed BJ had jaw trouble multiple times throughout the year, but especially at the beginning, it was gone for a really long time. So yep. I had people come on the show and and chat with me about Dragon Quest, and it was kind of it was kind of fun to do. I mean, we've talked about how hard it is to schedule people. Uh, to Mm -hmm. record stuff Uh, but it was it was kind of cool just getting to chat with other dragon quest fans like not in person i guess but but in 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 real time yeah yeah where it wasn't just chatting with them on the internet and like typing and stuff and so i think that like like that was really cool for everybody that you know came on and and hang and hung out with me so i did want to just really quickly give a shout out to both platty and liam from slime time both of them came on at different times to help me co-host uh the podcast alinzia the crafting rogue came on to talk about crafty dragon quest stuff that was a lot of fun too uh ryan molina came on again he's been on several times now so so is dan howard uh dan came back on to to chat and and gave a really cool history about Yuji Hori's life and stuff. Uh Sam Steele came on to talk about fan translating, Tornico three, and then also everyone who joined us for Who Wants to be a Sly Millionaire Trivia Night. Yeah. We did a couple episodes there. And also who who watched our d and D live stream on Twitch recently.
0: Yeah, that was great. Awesome. And I messed it up where we didn't get it uh recorded. Uh was like- and I both messed it up. We both did. Uh what so did I do. You didn't have it set to save as a VOD?
1: My mistake was relying on you. (laughs) (laughs) That's fair. That's that's true. But also, I know nothing about Twitch. Like, I started this Twitch channel just to do this that night. It's a really
0: stupid thing that it's set uh, off uh, by default, that it doesn't save your live streams by default. I mean, I guess I kind of get it because of server space and everything for Twitch, given how massive they are. But it is a real pain uh, when it doesn't save the VOD on its own. Um, but yeah, hopefully we'll be able to do that again uh, sometime soon because that was crazy fun.
1: It was a lot of fun. And it is kind of sad that like it doesn't uh, exist anymore.
0: Yeah, I know. But that's such is the ephemeral nature
1: of live streaming.
0: <laughs> I'll put a dollar in the jar when we get done with it.
1: <laughs> so I don't even know where to go from there.
0: I don't. I don't either. Uh,
1: you totally broke, you <laughs> broke my brain. You broke uh, my brain.
0: I broke you.
1: But yeah, it was really cool uh having people uh y- different people come on and talk with me about Dragon Quest just because uh y- you know, this podcast is kind of just me and BJ hanging out and talking mm-hmm. about Dragon Quest and other things. Wheel of Time, we talked about Wheel of Time a lot this year. Talked about d and a lot this year. Um so right. there's, there's been some cool stuff. Now, I do have a question for you cuz usually every year we've done this podcast, we usually talk about like our favorite games we played this past year, yeah. but about this time last year, you kind of quit playing video games for a huge chunk, and you haven't gotten super back into them even now. So, no. so for you, what was your twenty twenty one like gaming like? I mean, it probably wasn't video games; it's probably mostly D anD D. Yeah,
0: it was. It was mostly D anD D this year. Uh, Void and I recorded our Games of the Year episode for Geek to Geek last week. I think it was. And I realized that so much of my usual gaming just didn't happen. Like, I'm having a really hard time focusing in on video games for more than just a a few minutes at a time. Um, D&D is obviously the main thing I've done between writing and uh, playing and uh, all sorts of stuff like that. Um, I've played a few of the video games for D&D like Neverwinter and Dungeons and Dragons Online. Uh, DDO is still really cool. Um, But like, I haven't really played any JRPGs because they're just super long, except for Cthulhu Saves Christmas. Uh, I'm working my way through it because it is a short, uh, fun JRPG that uses one of my favorite battles, uh, battle systems from the last generation, uh, uses the one from cosmic star heroin, uh, made by the same folks. So, uh, it's super fun and it's Christmassy. And so I've been kind of picking away at it on switch, but most of my gaming this year has been tabletop or board games of some kind one deck dungeon, uh, is really, really cool, and uh, just that kind of stuff. I haven't really played. I watched my wife play an absolute crap ton of Stardew Valley, so I feel like I played a lot of Stardew Valley by watching her through that Um And I did play a lot of Littlewood. Uh, That was a really fun kind of farm simulator, life simulator like Stardew Valley or Animal Crossing or something uh, where you play as the hero who beat the big bad. And uh, now you're having to try to rebuild the world uh, after that, after you've saved the world and you're the hero and you're just trying to start a little farm to make things better in the world to get back on track. Like that one was really cool. It was cute and uh, fun and quick, like super simple. It's like if you like Stardew Valley and that kind of game, Harvest Moon... Think about boil down to the very most basic fundamental systems and and ways to handle them, and uh, but make it kind of cute, and that's uh like really cute. That's what uh, Littlewood is, and it's totally worth the time. Uh, to it's cheap, a cheap indie game, uh, worth grabbing every bit. Like that was one of my favorite things I played this year. Awesome. But yeah, I didn't didn't play a whole lot.
1: Yeah, I was wondering about that because I know like. Anytime, like, like I would tell you about video games, Mm -hmm. but, but I knew you weren't really playing all that many.
0: And I don't know what it is. It's just about this time last year, I lost, I lost the ability to focus on them. Uh, Like anytime I try, like I'm trying with Final Fantasy 14 right now to get myself back through the shadow or get myself through the Shadowbringers stuff to get to where I can play Endwalker and uh, play with y'all. And I'm still having just a hard time doing it for more than like 15 minutes at a time. I don't know what it is about my attention being on a screen for a video game more than just a few minutes at a time. It just, I can't, nothing I do.
1: I was just going to say, it also doesn't help that your internet keeps kicking you out of Final Fantasy 14 every 15 minutes.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that that does happen where I get through the like 4,000 person queue or 2,000 person queue. And then it's like, oh, cool, I'm in a new zone. And then uh, I get booted. I'm like. I'm just going to go make a sandwich then and get back to work. That's yeah. fine.
1: Yeah. I, uh, could, I could see how that would be annoying. I would be, yeah. I would have been turned off by that as well.
0: Yeah. I mean, and you would have had to deal with it because you had to write a review for work. But for me, I'm just like, I'm going to get a sandwich. <laughs> it's, uh, <laughs> but I mean, yeah, I, I want to play video games. That's the thing. I see video games that I want to play. And this year, I've just been. I'm going to wait on those until they get cheaper because I know that if I spend $60 on a game right now, it's, I'm, it's going to be wasting 40 of it. So I'm just waiting until they hit that $20, that 20, $25 mark uh, so that I don't feel bad about getting it and just playing 30 minutes to two hours of it.
1: Yeah.
0: But I've had a lot of fun with Lego and D and D this year. Like I've been Lego. Doing yeah.
1: That's the other thing you have taken. I mean,
0: about. I've been, I've been playing. I've been playing with Legos a bunch, putting a lot of stuff together, collecting it. Um, out of room for it right now, having to gonna have to break some stuff down and put them in boxes uh, bags and boxes. But it's stuff off of screens, really, that's got my attention this year. Uh, trying to get away from uh, just constantly being constantly being glued to uh, a computer screen. Yeah. Which is why I totally understand you not wanting to use roll twenty or something for a, a map when we play D anD D, because of not because of being at a computer all day long. And right. I just don't feel it's any different since we're on uh, uh, using it since we're on video chat on the screen anyway. Otherwise, I would totally not be wanting to do that at all. Yeah, but um, yeah, I mean, off screen stuff for me.
1: Yeah, this year was pretty weird for me because. I mean, number one, unless you count the Die Mobile game, which you and I did not enjoy, mm-hmm. we didn't really get any new Dragon Quest stuff. Uh, I did play Joker Two, which I had mixed feelings about. Enjoyed it more than I, I enjoyed it both more and less than I expected. <laughs> no, <laughs> I did enjoy it more than than the first one, which you know I tried out and didn't like uh, the first Joker game, and so yep. I did enjoy it more there. But it wasn't it wasn't you know one of my favorite games I played this year. 2021 had a ton of great games though like there were so many video games that i played either because of work or because i because you know i loved them and had them pre-ordered for a really long time (laughs) like like i I played a whole lot um it was really hard because i was trying to keep it to a top five like i have done in previous years and this year honestly i think was the toughest because so many great games came out This year that really clicked with me and that I really loved that as I was trying to think of like the my five favorite games, I was just like, oh, my gosh, this is going to be impossible. I finally did whittle it down to what I think is probably my top five. And, you know, you ask me tomorrow and it may be different, but (laughs) (laughs) but I think probably my number one game of the year. I know I've been saying for like months now it was going to be Tales of Arise. I think it's Pal- not. Final it's Fantasy Inwalker. fourteen and Walker. Yeah, yep. man. I knew it, I knew it. So based good. on the
0: message in Discord this morning. As we're recording this, uh, Austin, sent. Uh, I woke up. To, uh, to, to, as we're recording this today, I woke up to a message in our uh, Discord uh, that we use for just our real life friends. And... It was great because I was like, I know that 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 Final Fantasy fourteen Endwalker affected you, and I knew as soon as you said that it was going to be Tales of Horizon, I'm like, nope, it's Endwalker now. Based on the, your reaction to uh, getting through the entire game,
1: it was just, it was so good, y'all. I can't stress it enough. Just like the story, this is the first okay Final Fantasy fourteen. If you played the game, you know there are lots of cutscenes in Final Fantasy fourteen, like always. There's always right. so many cutscenes, and in every from a Realm Reborn, even though as much as I love Final Fantasy 14, from a Realm Reborn, Heavensward, Stormblood, Shadowbringers, there was always some time where I was just like, man, I kind of want to just skip this cutscene. Like, this is like very tedious. Mm-hmm. And N- that didn't happen with Endwalker. Like, it was just, I don't know. Every time, like, and I know because you didn't care, like, I know I've texted you some spoilers about it that I'm yeah. not going to bring up here or anything. I didn't bring it up with my review that I did on Screen Rant, I, but man just the (laughs) the the twists and like the curveballs that the plot throws you and just just so good um the characters the new stuff they introduce the old stuff that they bring to an end it's just and it's one of those things where it's very personal to me anyway because you know when we when we first started playing it together like i i got the game and it and Mm -hmm. we all worked together back then i got the game and you were like, no, man, it's supposed to suck. And I was like, I really want to play it. And then because I'd gotten it, you got it. And we mm-hmm. started kind of playing it together. And then we got our friend Barry to start playing it. He, His friend, Dale, who we kind of knew already, uh, had been playing it. And so we all like, just started playing it a ton. Other people we worked with started joining us. And then, you know, over the years, new people have come in. People have left. The main four here have stayed yeah. have stayed the same since like 2013. And it's like, you know, when I started playing that game too, it was like, I got married in 2012. I was a newlywed. Um, yep. My mom had just died in 2013 yep. when I started playing it. And I was sinking like all of my depression into playing this very new video game. And yep. then, you know, all these years later brings not, not Final Fantasy 14 to a close, but this story arc that's been going on ever since then to yep. a close. And so it was just like, I don't know. It's a very personal thing. And so I think that probably does skew my opinion of it a little bit. But I mean, it's hard not to. (laughs) Yeah,
0: I mean, of course. I mean, it's a it's a thing where it's I was telling Jennifer about that this morning, how I was really frustrated about about not being able to play it as much because of just how because of the the cues and everything because it was something that we've been doing for 10 years like we've all done this together and so even though i haven't been that interested in it lately the idea of going back and playing through the end of this story that we started together uh, i mean and we still have our house like 10 years later like almost 10 years later like we still have our free company house uh that we got early on and now when real estate in the game has gone just sky high crazy bonkers bananas so like i'm 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 still really connected to it and look forward to being able to look forward to be able to do it with uh see the end of this with y'all, like especially with it having impacted you the way it did.
1: Yeah. Number two though would definitely be Tales of a Rise for me. I mean, that game was just amazing. Favorite Tales game by a long shot. Um, one of my favorite JRPGs ever. I mean, it was it was really, really good, and it's probably my not not counting Endwalker since it's an MMO, but like single-player JRPGs, Tales of Arise yeah. is definitely my favorite since DQ-11. Like 2018, DQ-11 first came out. Okay. Tales of Arise 2021 is probably the first JRPG to come out where I'm just like, oh man, this is like amazing. Um, you know, I, I mean, I love the Trails of Cold Steel games, but you know, those all came out kind of before then. Yeah, but um even though you know it's taken me time to play through all these 100 hour games (laughs) but but tales of arise definitely would still be uh one of my favorites i still i love it i still think you would love it whenever you do oh i'm sure i will that's one
0: of them yeah that's one of them that i'm just like i'm gonna wait on this i know i want it i know i'm gonna play it i know i'm gonna love it but right now i'm gonna play 45 minutes of this and not touch it again for a long time so i'm just gonna wait until it goes on sale
1: yeah Number three for me is probably Monster Hunter Stories 2. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like mainline monster Hunter games, but Monster Hunter Stories 2. it has that turn-based combat that I love. It has that bright and colorful cartoony aesthetic that I love. and yep. I-, I adored it. Um, my time away from it now is like it's still very fond and I think I think the only reason my opinion of Monster Hunter Stories 2 is less is because of how good Tales of a Rise and Endwalker both were. And they both that makes sense. They all came out, you know, in the last half of, of twenty twenty-one. Yep. <laughs> so pretty close together here. And I think that if I think otherwise, you know, I would be singing Monster Hunter Stories too like praises right now. And it is very good. My daughter loves it. Naomi. She's been like yeah. obsessed with it. She's played it a ton. Um she she liked playing around with it when I was playing through it. And then I let her play it in her Switch, um, and she's, she's made a lot of progress. She has a harder time because, I mean, some of the tough some of the fights later in the game are, like, tough. I mean, I'm, I'm yeah. impressed that she's made it as far as she has. She's made it to the third region, and uh, so for those who have played this game, you know how far that is into the game. <laughs> yeah. She's made it there by herself. I think I might have helped her with a boss or two along the way, but for the most part, it's all her, and so I'm really proud of her for that. Four for me is Pokemon Snap. Which isn't a JRPG. Usually my lists are just all JRPGs. Yeah. Um, Pokemon Snap loved it. It came out earlier on in the year and my family got obsessed with it. That was like all we did for like the first week that game was out. Grace loved it. My kids loved it. And it was the kind of game that all three of them could play, even the twins. And so it was just like one of those things where we, we have not gone back to play it since the DLC Uh, Was added in a few months back.
0: I didn't even Uh, know there was DLC for it yet.
1: Yeah, but like just the base new Pokemon Snap, I guess is what it's called. is like the official title, but I'm sure people know what I mean. But yeah, it was a ton of fun. Really enjoyed it. Played a lot of Pokemon games this year. (laughs) But uh, there's been a lot of Pokemon games that came out this year. But at least it feels like it. And yeah, Pokemon Snap. Uh, It's the one non-JRPG on my list for this year. Um, We really loved it.
0: And because you and your family loved it, um, I told Riley that he would love it, like based on stuff because he loves Pokemon games like crazy. Uh he hated it. Like he got so bored by it because I loved the original one, uh, back on the 64. And then you and your family loved this one so much that I thought it was a surefire win for him. And uh, he's 11 and uh, as much of a a fan as he is. And it was one where he was just like, he did not care for it at all. And it made me sad because uh, I didn't hear any bad things about it. And he's one of the only people I know who just uh, just did not enjoy it.
1: Well, it depends on what kind of game he was looking for, too, because I mean, it's like if you're looking for a Pokemon game where you're catching Pokemon and stuff, you're not going to like it.
0: Oh, yeah, I know that.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry he didn't like it, but I just like maybe his expectations were different or something.
0: Yeah, I mean, I told him what it was, explained it. He looked all sorts of stuff up and ended up deciding to buy it. And it was just it made me sad that he did not. He, it didn't click with him.
1: So number five was hard for me to to nail one down. And I think I think I'll probably do. I think for this podcast, at least I'll do SMT five. Um, anybody who listened to our SMT five knows that I was enjoying it. I got about halfway through the main story and I started to lose interest a little bit and it wasn't SMT five's fault. It was that, uh, Pokemon brilliant diamond shining pearl came out and we got that so that my daughter and I could both play it alongside each other. Like she got one version and I got the other on switch. And so we did that for a long time. And so that kind of took away from my SMT five time. And then Endwalker came out, and I needed to review it for work, so I started really like obsessing over it. So at this point, as of this recording, um, that's kind of taken away from my SMT five time. So yeah. I haven't, unlike the rest of the games here, I haven't beaten them. Um, has haven't beaten it yet. So so it seems a little weird to like throw it in here. But I did really, I have really enjoyed it so far, and I plan on beating it and getting back to it. So uh, so I feel like that's probably would be my my in my top five. Yeah. I mean, I'm glad the first half of it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I'm really glad about that because of how you don't like the persona games. So I'm glad that you found some way to, uh, to see how those games like just that generalized, like overarching series is good.
1: Yeah. So I I think that's it for my, for my top five. That's it for dragon quest FM in 2021 too. Thank you guys for, for listening and hanging out with us this year. Um for those people who don't follow us on Twitter, I shared this uh like while back, but you know Spotify does the rap stuff and I usually like to share like where a podcast is and that kind of stuff. And it's been really cool cuz every year we've grown. This year we saw even more growth. It was like 108% growth in listenership, yeah. which is always awesome and it's it's been like that every year since we started this podcast, which is amazing. Uh we had we had listeners in new countries like Iceland, and yep. so, so hello to all our new listeners around the globe. There, thanks to everybody who's listened, Patreon patrons for supporting us, and just anybody whether this is like your first episode, which I hope it's not because it's not indicative really of what our podcast is. Right, <laughs> the but, end of year. Here. Thank you, but welcome, if it is, regardless. yeah, yeah, thank you guys for for listening this year, and I guess we'll see y'all in 2022. Hopefully, that's like a couple weeks away for us right now yeah i'm hoping we do or hear (laughs) us at
0: least i know yeah it's like uh if 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 we don't like sorry and goodbye (laughs) and like man i'm gonna be bummed if we don't like if i die in the next couple of weeks
1: like that's gonna be sad yeah and right before your birthday yeah, I know, right? Why are we bumming everybody out at the end of this episode? <laughs> I don't understand because it's Christmas, happens.
0: because this is what happens at Christmas. You yeah. get really excited, get really and then at the out. very end of it, you get kind of bummed <laughs> out before things get happier again.
1: Yeah, that's true. That's probably very indicative of the season. You're correct. It's true. If you want to chat with us on Twitter, remember you can find us at DragonQuestFM. You can find us at Patreon.com slash DragonQuestFM. And we have merch at FM fm/merch so if you get some good Christmas spending money and want to uh, buy some podcast swag, uh, we have it for you. Also sorry for using the term swag. Uh, if you want to talk to me on Twitter, you can find me at Dragonquaston.
0: And you can find me on Twitter as at Professor Beach. You can listen to my other podcast, the Geek to Geek podcast wherever you listen to this podcast, and you can join us on Discord or Slack and talk to us there and you can get the links at Geek Thanks y'all. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next week. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays.
1: Bye.